This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Good evening, one and all. Welcome along to the interactive Millwall Fan Show here on Twitter Space. At the end, I was a disappointing and frustrating afternoon. It finished at the den, Millwall nil, Hull City nil. The Lions failing to break through against the 10 men of Hull Liam Rossini coming away with a point and a clean sheet in his first game in charge of the Tigers. Worth saying as well, it was Holt's first clean sheet in 14 games. Um, just goes to show, doesn't it, what a new manager uh, can bring, bring and a new manager bounce can bring. Um, I'm currently on my way home uh, from the den, but I've got an hour to wait till we train. Well, not quite an hour, half an hour to wait till we train. Um as ever, and if uh, if anyone wants to get involved, all you've got to do is be listening on a mobile phone. That is Twitter's rules, not ours. And there is a request a button in the bottom left-hand corner. If you want to speak, all you've got to do is push that button and I will get you on to air your grievances from today's game. Um, yeah, look, let's, let's not lie around. Let's take it as it was. It was a difficult... A difficult game to watch. I think many people will agree with that. Um, I was disappointed, particularly uh, with the attacking output that Millwall put in today. I don't think it was good enough. Um, I don't think it was particularly what I'd expect to see um, against a team that have only got 10 men. Look, I know it's difficult when you go down to 10 men. Um, you have everyone, all, all players then sit behind the ball and you grind out a point. Um, and a clean sheet in this case. And you've got to give massive credit, I think, to uh, to Hull today. I thought they defended really, really well. Um, but I think Millwall made it easy in some ways. They didn't create enough. They didn't turn turn any challenges, turn in any attempt, really. That I think just six shots on target out of 24 shots. Um, so it's not a lot, is it? Um, the clinicality of Millwall's not been there in... In recent weeks, I think it started at Huddersfield. You know, it was a poor, a poor display up at Huddersfield. A blunt performance, I'd say, at Birmingham, um, and then today is just one of real frustration. I think if you're a, if you're of the Millwall equation, um, it's a really a blunt and frustrating performance um, today. Now, of course, 
it's easy to get involved. Just press the request to speak button and I will get you on to have your say. This is your show. This is where you have the space to air what you think. Um, difficult to call for a man of the match today. Um, difficult at times. Um, you could say Nathan Baxter, uh, the whole the whole, the whole whole goalkeeper, made a couple of good saves at the end. Um, but overall, very difficult uh, to pick today. A couple of Millwall players that I felt played well. But again, I don't know if anyone individually stands out. Um, so let's see how it goes. Stephen, do you want to fire away on your views today, mate? He's still connected. <laughs> right, well, while he's connecting, we'll carry on. I think it's a, it's a difficult one. And you think, is that two points dropped? And it could well be. But you look at it at the end of the season, it could then well be uh, a point earned, earned. So it's so difficult to say. Uh, right, Stephen, are you ready, fella? Go for it. Yeah, I think um, very much a frustrating afternoon. Um, I, th- I think most people knew when Hull was, was sent down to 10 men, which was deservedly so, I, I thought, um, that it was always going to be um, a little bit of an uphill battle. We um, typically don't, uh, well, we don't really we don't really know how to play against 10 men. Uh, I was sort of saying at half-time, that I thought Bennett and Bury should have come out for the second half um, and, and really try to stretch um, Hull and, and try and, and, and get them to, to come out. But it just didn't really happen, did it? I mean, um, yes, we arguably could have had a penalty. Um, maybe a tad unlucky with Bradshaw more um, in but offside. I actually, from where, my view at the ground, I thought it was offside, but you, you can never really tell. Um it's just frustrating, isn't it? I mean, if you'd have, if we'd have drawn against West Brom and Watford at home and won today and won at Birmingham on Wednesday, probably wouldn't be feeling too disappointed with those set of results. But it's the fact that we've gone and beaten two of the, the better sides in the league and then essentially just blown a chance today. It's just very frustrating. Yeah, um, I agree um, entirely. Uh, Clarkey. Let's bring you in, fella, and um, let's see what you've got to say on what was another really difficult one to uh, to digest. Um, I think most people will say that. I think most people will feel that the um, the goal from Tom Bradshaw was... Okay, now, I've not seen a replay of it, um, so I can't say as to whether it was offside or not. I mean, from me, from looking at it, from my view, I, I couldn't see any problem with it. I was thinking maybe was it Malone um, in an offside position or something. From when I was coming, obviously from where I sit a bit in the press box, you don't get the greatest of views in terms of that. Um, but no, I think as you say, Stephen, rightly, that it's uh, we don't seem to know how to play against 10 men. You know, I've been at a number of games, you know, I think back to a game, I think at Barnsley a good few years ago now where I think they had to 10 men really early on and we just couldn't get going uh, and we couldn't get them to to do anything. Um, so I'm not sure why um, 
it is the case and why we struggle so much against um, teams who lay it up with 10 men. I don't know whether that's creativity. I don't know whether that's a lack of, of belief, maybe, to feel like they can actually go and, and get the winner. Um, what do you think, Stephen? Um, I saw someone tweet. They replied back to the club's um, <clears throat> official account. And it summed it up quite well. They they said, you know, lots of negativity, but not really sure why we we're playing at the moment. Like we're where we are in the league, just above mid table, probably um, sniffing with a chance of the playoffs. But the reason why we're not in the playoffs is because we don't have a twenty goal a season striker like the teams that are in the top six. Um, not all of them, but the, the majority of the teams that are in there have that, that that person that can find a way of winning a game of football. Um, I, I think for us, Fleming could be that person. He could, you know, I mean, today I thought some of Fleming's play, his, his, his general, um, you know, the chances he created or was involved in was very, very good and close to being a match winner. But he is not a striker. And I think um, we have that that real lack of, um, at the moment, it seems a lack of someone that's willing to kind of get the game by the scruff of the neck and, and win it for us. Um, Fleming's close, but um, uh, over the last couple of games, possibly not done quite enough to see us over the line which which is why which is what we brought him in for it's no coincidence that in the games that he was scoring in and, and setting up goals we, we go on to win the moment while when he's not quite getting on the score sheet willing to, to to pick up three points yeah look I think I agree with that um, it does seem to be a lot, a lot of the creativity has to come through him um but I think one of the main problems uh, for Millwall is they haven't got a winger. You know, they didn't recruit for a winger in the summer, obviously because the the aim was to play with the back five. That that's gone out the window now, and 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 the recruitment in January has got to be to bring in a winger. Um, Clark, you've sort of felt uh, you can connect now. So, what do you reckon on today, mate? What's happening, mate? How you doing? I was having a nightmare with my phone. I don't know what was going on. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> knows. Um, well, my thoughts on the game. Another fucking frustrating game, mate. Another frustrating afternoon. Um, we were we were a bit poor, if I'm honest. Um, two two main things that stood out for me was Bury. Well, he didn't look like he wanted to be there. The second half, he did a jog and everyone's getting the ump with him, but he's pointing at everybody else to do things. Like, why can't you go and run at that fucking player instead of telling someone else to when you're right near him? And, and um, Honeyman, he's not a natural winger. And there was a couple of points in the second half when we swapped when we swapped ends. And he that right wing space was empty. And every time you're thinking, right, put it over this towards this side of the, the pitch and he weren't there. He was, he was in his natural central midfield position. Um, I thought Cresswell had a fucking blinder. Um, Savile had another good game. Mitchell looked a bit bit off today. Um, looked like he was going back to his old ways, going backwards quite a lot because there was a few times where he had the ball and he was crowded. 
um, straight away. So fair play to Hull because they, they their game tactics work today, mate. Um, yeah, like I say, another frustrating afternoon. Um, <sighs> what else do you want me to say? Because yeah, it was just we we lacked something today. The quality, the the end result. Um, Bradshaw, all this hoofball up to Bradshaw when when he's up against these big central defenders, he ain't gonna win the ball. Um, and, and there was a few times where they done that, and and he didn't really really get involved. Um, Fleming, we need to give him the ball a bit more because every time he got the ball, he nearly done something for us. Um, he, he 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 sees things a lot more than I think what other players do, like little openings, little pockets where he's pinging it in, and that that little play where he where he fucking one two it, and then and then cut or not not no sorry the the first one where he cut round the player and then crossed it in. You imagine if there was an head on that mate, that would have been one nil. Um, I didn't see the 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 I, I missed the I missed the high boot. When that geezer, when he geezer done Cresswell, I missed it because I was too busy looking at the uh, whole fans. Um, so I didn't really catch that. So I'll be looking at that later on. Um, and then the goal, I didn't really, didn't really pay too much attention because I was sitting down in my seat, pissed off. <laughs> so yeah, that was like, brilliant. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't pay like, much no, attention no. to it because I was pissed off. Brilliant. Oh, mate, I, was, <laughs> I was fuming. It was just like I say. I think Bury wound me up more so than anything because he just he ain't he ain't a starter he's an impact sub it, Bennett should have been playing today um, you notice that, that first two two minute beers running at their defender running at their goalkeeper Bury never done none of that you know and and everyone's getting the ump and I, I think he should have made I think he should Rale should have made a subs at half time instead of waiting until he did um, maybe it might have been a bit different but yeah, it was frustrating again, mate. That team like that, down to ten men, you should have been all over them. But once again, we just we we lacked that end, that end product. And yeah, oh well, I suppose. Yeah, look, I think I think people will see it as a disappointment, you know, and 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 that's understandable because you come away from a game which you know you should win. Um, I'll back up your point about Bradshaw. Um, he's not going to have joy up against two big defenders. That's just not going to work. You know, for someone that's small like him, um, it's not necessarily going to work so much. Um, no. But, you know, it's, it is what it is. It, what it is. Um, and unfortunately, it was a disappointing, a disappointing two-point drop to take, really. Over this, over this World Cup break, I've, I really do hope that our recruitment team have got something in, in, in the pipeline or up their sleeve or they're looking at somebody to cover that right wing. Volgi can't keep playing there. He's not a natural winger. He's, he's a central central um, attacker. He can't keep playing out there. Honeyman's a central midfield winger. Like I said, there was a couple of times where he ran into central midfield and it was wide open. There was so much fucking space. And Danny Mac can only do so much, you know. But every time Danny Mac got the ball, then that's when Honeyman thought, oh, shit, hang on, I've got to be there. And he ran back, back over again. And then it just come to a stop. He, he was facing his back towards goal. And then he's passing back to Danny Mac and then, and then running off. And it, so he's got the, well, it's got to get somebody in to cover that right wing. Um, otherwise, we'll we're, we're be, we're, we're be in trouble, I think. We need someone there. 
Yeah, I think you're right. Um, Ollie, go for it, mate. All right, mate. I thought... Um, I think it was a frustrating game for us. Um, should have done... Should, I mean, I think we should have won that game. Um, I don't know how how their fucking goalies stops Malone's power shot. Um, how he's tipped that over. No fucking clue. I don't think the offside decision was offside um, from what I saw. Don't know who it was who was offside. Um, was it Malone? Was it Fleming? Or was it Bradshaw? Who, who, who even knows? Um, they're red cards. Definitely a red card. I can't see anything but a red card, to be honest with you. Because, I mean, if you've seen the picture of Cresswell that he put out after the game on his Instagram story, it's fucking shambolic. Um, but then, other than that, I don't think Bury was looked himself second half. Don't think we really pressed them off the goal kicks. How how their goalkeeper was allowed to waste that much time was shambles. Um, yeah, other than that, poor performance, roughly. But I think it. I think in hindsight, we'll be looking back at the game and saying, "How the fuck we not won that?" Yeah, look, I think I think many share that sentiment. Um, we haven't discussed the red card yet, and then I'm going to come back to to both Clarkie and Stephen on that. Um, but no, I from. Now I didn't see it in real in real time because uh, I was still typing after the that great little move between I think it was Danny Mac, Bradders and and Zian Fleming. Um, so I didn't actually see it. I've seen a replay, and um, yeah, it it doesn't look good uh, uh, for the whole striker. Um, I think what Liam Rossini said in that post match press conference was that there, there's no intent there, which there probably isn't. Got to be honest, there probably is no intent, but you, but you're looking at it and you're seeing he's not looking at where the player is, looking where the ball is, but he's got to be aware of where is um, of where is his foot is. Um, Stephen, what did you um, make of the red card? I'll be honest with you, where I was, uh, I set up in um, <clears throat> block ten, right right behind the goal up at the top, and. Around me, I was the only, I was the only one sort of around me that got up to sort of, you know, gesture to, towards the ref that it, you know, it's a it's a red card from from what I saw from where I saw it. It looked, um, obviously the the guy said, uh, I think Ollie said the picture of of Cresswell obviously kind of, um, you know, confirms what we thought anyway. But you, you can't you can't be you can't be making them kind of tackles. It's a red card. Um, <clears throat> Like I said earlier, I thought um, that actually did cause us a little bit of a problem, um, you know, with, with them becoming a lot more compact with down to 10 men. But um, <clears throat> I'd be very, very surprised if they can have any. And, and it always it always makes me laugh when you when players get sent off and the, the their, their sort of teammates sort of surround the ref and, and kind of argue and, and kind of try and protest on behalf of the of the player and you just think they must be looking at that picture or must have seen Charlie Cresswell's face and gone yeah we've probably got that one wrong lads because it, it's just a shocker yeah, I mean that's uh, and to be honest I think that that's the general consensus we got um, when 
Gary came up. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. For his post-match, club, post-match press conference, he said the same in terms it's a very... All, you know, it's a very difficult thing to justify um, and it's very unlikely. And I think what Liam Rossini has said as well, it's very unlikely they'll be able to appeal it. They may be able to get it down to a one-match ban rather than it being classed as violent conduct because there was no intent. Um, I think that's something that they that whole will look at or speak to the referee about. Um, Clarky, did you see? did you see the incident? No, like I said, I was I was too busy looking over. I think I was looking over the whole fans. I was looking at the TV screen at the time at the to see what the minute was. And my my power who come with me today, he turned around and went, "Oh, fucking hell, that must hurt!" And I went, "What's that?" And he went, "Did you just see?" I was like, "No, I missed it, mate." So I said to him, "I'm gonna have to have a I'm gonna have to have a butchers later on on, on the football league show um, highlights and see what it's like." But then, like Ollie said. Literally, before I come on here, I was him through um, TikTok and I see someone tweeted a picture of, of his eye and I'm like, fuck me, yeah, that must have killed. Do you know what I mean? Because it obviously got bandaged up and all that as well. So, yeah, he must have done him. But obviously everyone around me is all calling for the, for the red card and, and, and whatnot. And then I know there was a, that, that particular, particular uh, striker, there was a few moments before, I think, where he was... Um, he was a bit boisterous to, to the some of the defend to our defenders, so maybe I think there was a foul on him, and he didn't get the foul. So maybe that was part and parcel why he might have had the, the raving up and done what he did. But um, but yeah, I, I didn't get to see it, mate, unfortunately. So I'm looking forward to later on. Yeah, um, no, um, as I say, I mean, I didn't actually see it live. Um, I saw the replay, uh, the replay of it, and it didn't look particularly um, particularly great. Ollie, did you get a better view? I I was I'm in block sixteen, so I'm in the Dockers, like right on halfway line. And basically, what happens is Cresswell goes to head the ball, and then a stupid man comes in, uh, but studs up towards Cresswell's face and really connects with him, and then Cresswell goes down after heading the ball. And then, yeah, the ref sends him off. But from from what I saw, it was a definite red because um, it was late. It was late. Um, yeah, it was very late from Estupanan. And the, <laughs> as we saw, he got a bit of a good connection with him. So, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, look, I think that's the um, that's the thing, isn't it? I think when you see the reaction of 
of teammates is when you get a more view of what's gone on, when you see the reaction of what other teammates think. Um, I'm going to come back to the three of you as well now about um, set pieces. Um, and it seems to be the last three teams we've played have found handling set pieces by um, Alec Cooper. Um, Stephen, your thoughts, mate? Uh, yeah, I think it's funny, really, because if you look at two of the more dangerous incidents in the game from, from our perspective were right in the first minute where we took a short corner and um, it was kind of played nice. And I think Fleming had a shot and went out for another corner. And then later on in the half, we won a free kick sort of on a, a you know, in a normal position, we'd kind of come into the box and they tried something a little bit different. Fleming made some space for Bury to try and run around the back and we won the free kick, which obviously Fleming he was very, very close to scoring. Um, I think we need to be doing more of that because teams, you, you, just, you just watch. If you watch before a free kick's taken, and I did it three on three separate occasions, Jake Cooper goes up from the back and literally three of the opposition players are surrounding him. They're holding him. They're, they're just, he's surrounded straight away. Now, you know, teams are not just going to let Mill get free kicks from 50 yards, pump it into the box and cause danger because you'd be stupid to not try and stop that. So they have to find a way. They had a couple of ideas today. And I think as well, missing Sean Hutchinson, I think it was the uh, Watford game where in the build-up to one of the goals, I think Cooper flicks it on. Hutchinson gets fouled in the build-up to, uh, as the free kick comes over and obviously we go and score. I think Hutchinson is a perfect foil for, for Cooper. Um, when they're playing together, because I think Hutchinson takes a lot of the the flack off of him. I think he takes. I think people do foul him, but he does it because it now enables Cooper to have more time. Hutchinson's not playing. Cooper's being swamped by three players, and we don't seem to have anybody that's playing that kind of blocker role. And Cooper's just, you know, he, he, yes, he's six foot five, six foot six, whatever he is. But if you've been jumping all over you, you can't you can't ever expect to keep winning flick on. So I, I'd like to see. <clears throat> more of the short the you know the the um special corners or um different free free kicks because just keep putting balls into the box you know teams are gonna teams are just gonna double up on cooper and and goals are gonna dry up have to have something different yeah i agree um clarky do you agree with that sentiment yeah i i i think what what steven's saying saying is we we need to, to look at another avenue because um, they're just targeting. They're targeting him straight away. Um, oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, they're targeting him straight away. He's, he, he, they're all over him, but the, the rest are doing nothing about it. Um, he, he, what he could end up doing is is blowing the whistle, stopping it, and having a word. But it's just going to carry on and on and on. Um, there was a couple of times to, today's game where we had a free kick. On the they, all the players are run into the middle of the box. Now both wings are uh, are empty. Why not? Why not sort of run off into that wing, pass it over, and then cross it in? Because in that way, hopefully they might end up thinking about not being all over Cooper. Um, 
yeah, the, 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 something else has got to happen. And then I, I'm going to touch on something. I know it's not so much of a set piece, but Fleming's throwing is of the. I think I think they they're wasting him with it. They got they got to stop putting him on on these throw-ins and maybe stick him on the edge of the box or, or saying something like that. Throw it into him and then hopefully he might be able to cross it in. You know, um, but yeah, I like like pretty much what Stephen said. Look at look at doing it another way. No, now the, now that's an interesting point uh, you make about the Fleming throw-ins there. Um, you know, I, I went to Huddersfield and you didn't see an awful lot happen um, from them um, at, up at the John Smiths. And um, I'd, I felt that was quite similar Birmingham as well and, and today. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they might need to look at a different, maybe, see again, I, I don't know if anyone else in the squad has got as good a long throw capacity. I don't know. Um, just a note, guys, I'm going to have to end this slightly earlier than normal today because uh, I'm getting on a train uh, from Stratford and uh, I will lose signal. So um, we will round up, not in the too distant future, because I don't want to lose us halfway through. Um, but no, um, Ollie, um, what do you think would be an, an alternative to uh, the long throws from Fleming? Um, I think maybe like doing a short throw and then switching it because like when when you're on one side of the pitch, like everyone just bundles up, so you don't have any space. But if you basically look pretty much straight away, you could, they I, I saw Hull did like a similar throw where like everyone was bunched up and then one of their their opposite winger came close, um, came came a bit closer and then they picked him out and they were able to try and get a chance in so maybe something like that or I mean in the corners like normally the edge of the box is completely open and although we don't have the best long long distance long range shooters in in the championship but definitely get an attempt off like if it's a Scotty Malone as we saw today having a good shot from the edge of the box or something like that where we're coming short um, and then crossing it in would also work, I think. Um, but I think they've got to figure out how how the fouls are working on Cooper because it's it's ridiculous how many times he's pulled to the floor and the referee just doesn't do anything. But when nothing happens to, to their defenders and to their attackers, it always gets flagged up. So if I was Gary Rowett, I'd be writing a strongly worded email to the, to the EFL trying to sort it out but yeah it's a disgrace how, how many times him and Cresswell were fouled today yeah, I mean I think if you look at a, quite a lot of the shirt putting a lot of the hugging of of Coops was a um, a problem yes um, but uh, I suppose in some ways you then have to look to find a way uh, to win a game um, you know we'll, I think that's pretty much all we can say on Hull. I've got to be honest. Um, we look ahead to Preston next weekend, uh, the final game before the World Cup. Um, now we're going to go 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 to a place that seems very very difficult to score at a team that don't concede many goals. Um, and having not scored in three, um, Stephen, 
what do you think the thought process is going to be behind the game? Uh, well, my, my thought process would be take a point and run um, with how the last few games have gone because I think it's the last game before the World Cup. You don't want to be heading into that that um, spell of of the season on the back of a defeat. I think that would be one of the, that would be terrible to to try and um, have to recover from because it has been a good kind of spell of games. Um, we are, I think, we're unbeaten. In, oh, sorry, only lost once in in eight in the last eight. So I think to try and remain unbeaten is very very crucial. Um, Preston, look, they don't score many goals, but I don't concede many goals. Are in the, and they're in the top six, and they're there for a reason because they're obviously good at grinding out results. So it's going to be a very tough game. Um, I, I, I'd see maybe who's available. Hopefully, um, obviously Murray Wallace will be will be back in, um, which which should shore us up a little bit. But um, if it was me, I'd be uh, looking to just avoid defeat. Um, but I wouldn't change the system or anything. I'd still sort of four, four, two, three, one. But the the message from from me would be um, get it, get get a point. Obviously, if we can get all three, great. But just make sure we're going into the World Cup without without losing that game. Yeah, I think that's a fair a fair um, process to go in with, uh, Clarky. Yeah, it's it's going to be tough. I'm not going to lie. Um, I think we lost our momentum a little bit now. I know we draw him, but I think we was on a high and now we're sort of on a low. So pretty much like what Steve said was don't be going into the World Cup break on a on a defeat because I just feel like it's it's going to drop heads even more. Um, so they're going to they're they're a tough place. Um, a few times I know I've, when we've been up there, we've always. Not really, always struggle to win up there. So again, they they ain't they ain't up in near the top of the league or in the playoffs sort of area for no. So it's going to be tough. Um, I, I, even though Murray Murray Wallace is back, I would prefer him to be sitting next to Cooper and keep Malone in um, instead of. Chris, I don't know how, how, if the, if Cresswell is going to be able to play because of his eye. So having Murray Wallace back will be a, will be a big thing. So stick him in the middle of Cooper Malone on the left, and then um, and then I wouldn't start Bury. I would I'd prefer Bennett, um, and then I'd probably put Volgi. I know I said that he ain't a natural winger, but I'd probably put Volgi back out on the on the wing instead of Honeyman. Um, so yeah, ho- hopefully. Fingers crossed, we, we might grind the result. If not, then I'd be happy with with a with a point from that game. Bonnie, uh, if you were Gary, what would your thought process be? Would you bring Scott Malone? Uh, Scott Malone? Would you keep Scott Malone in or or not? Um, I think I'm going to be very controversial with it. Um, I'd go to a back five, bring Murray in. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, no, no, no. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Very controversial, but um, yeah, I'd, I'd go back to five, five at the back. I don't think um, if if we did have Cresswell, Wallace, and Cooper from set pieces, I think it would be too much for Preston to handle um, from from corners. Um, so yeah, like, like we said, like we said today with the corners, kind of blocker. So I'd I'd go with five at the back, three at the back system. 
So the controversial, the controversial point. Uh, I mean, now I've, I do have to say, I think there will be games where he brings the five back. Yeah, um, and I don't think people will will criticise him too much for that because I think there are some games that that back five system will be needed for. You know, I can think of, you know, potentially. I, I know we've had. Sheffield United, Norwich, Burnley, places like that. But, you know, I could see it maybe when some of those bigger teams come come down to the den, you could see um, the the five-man defence um, return. Um, I'm going to round this up now because my train will be here very soon. So I'm going to leave it with you guys. I want predictions for the final game before the World Cup. If any of you are going, I won't be going because I'll be in sunny Mexico. Um, but if any of you are going, good luck to you because I think the weather's going to be an absolute atrocious and it, it's it's never particularly nice in Preston when we go there. Um, but right, I'm going to go around for the predictions. Stephen? I hate being negative and I hate not predicting a uh, a Millwall win. I, whenever we used to be on Super 6, I'd used to go with the same score every time. So whilst I would be more than happy with a point, I'll go 2-1 Millwall. Finish off with a win. Ollie, go on, mate. <laughs> um, I'm going 0-0 or 1-0 Millwall. Um, I can't see us getting too many there. Um, but I can't see us conceding either. So, Clarky, hmm, uh, uh, I'd say either a nil-nil or one-one uh, draw. Um, but if there is a scoreline and a team winning, uh, I'm going to say it. I've, I feel like we may end up losing one or two-nil. Yeah, I mean, it's not the nicest of places to visit. I've got to be honest. Uh, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad I've never been to Preston. But, I've um, been once before. It's a lovely big grand. Lovely people. Um, shit weather. Area. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> last time I went, I think it was like Tuesday night, saying like that, and it was cold and raining. So um, uh, I, I think I remember one year it absolutely poured down with rain. I can't remember what year it was. I think it was the year when Ely went down. We lost two nil there. I think it was. Or two one, I can't remember. But I know Gregory scored a goal. It might have been three one. I think I remember yeah, two I think, nil I down. Think you're yeah. saying about that three one, yeah, brings a goal. Could have been three one. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna wish you all a very, very happy week. Uh it, I it, it won't be many covers there. I, yeah, I did nearly say Christmas. <laughs> um, it ain't me hosting next week. I don't know if it'll be probably I would say Mickey will be back hosting next week. Um as well, I won't be here. But uh, no, I thank you all for coming on. Thank you for contributing. Um, if you have missed the show or you wanted to listen to the show, it'll be out as a podcast uh, very soon as well. So we thank you all uh, for coming on. I thank you all for contributing and we'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Cheers, Alex. Cheers, mate. Yeah, mate. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. 
That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.